remember we forgot to oh, mention in yeah, the beginning I was gonna i'll say. maybe edit some stuff in yeah um we are switching the rss feed i learned we have another month because marcus oh, have is another done month? so way to go <laughs> so i'll keep updating the soundcloud for another month <laughs> just just cancel but, it now mm-hmm. well no because we'll you cancel it, it now it won't see that's the thing it doesn't work that way it doesn't no it doesn't let you pay for the month whatever that's dumb it's so dumb oh my goodness so, yeah. anyways so i had to cancel it like the 25th Okay. Do <laughs> so that, remind Marcus. me, um, Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Marcus. Cancel our subscription uh-huh. to SoundCloud. Merry Christmas, SoundCloud. You lost my money. Not because you suck, but because you weren't built for what we. You're the wrong tool. True, true. Then anyway, um, look for that on our website or our or our Facebook. We we need to put a good post. I have it on there somewhere, but we need a bigger need to put post. Put something up. But anyways. Hello, Internet, and welcome to Geek Talks, the show where real-life geeks have real-life talks. My name is Marcus. And I'm Cade. And today, we are going to talk about some cool stuff about technology, and also the future, and also facts and the election. A.K.A. Is Skynet happening? Not really is Skynet happening, but... When is Skynet happening? <laughs> when is... Or more importantly, do you accept that Skynet is happening? In when your heart? does Terminator Judgment Day come into play? So yeah, um, this podcast might be a little bit different than what you're used to, because it's going to be probably less focused on a singular topic. It's going to be more of a let's explore an idea, which I think is what we always wanted Geek Talks to be in the first place, and mm-hmm. I think it's what both of us want the podcast to be. And I think listeners would enjoy that more, too. This is more of a, a personality-style podcast, not a a research-in-depth podcast, unfortunately. There's a lot of sugar in these. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Why did you just see, think about that? Because it's 11.30 at night, and I'm tired. Yeah. Don't worry. There's also caffeine. Oh, there we go. You know what you can do? Okay, Google. How many calories are in a vanilla Coke? Sorry. I'm not sure how to help. <laughs> you suck, Google. <laughs> anyway. I'm kidding, you don't. <laughs> See, you probably shouldn't say mean things to the On technology the because... You um, know what? That's what I said to you earlier. And you didn't follow your own advice? That wasn't very no, smart. of course not. <laughs> Haven't you ever seen a hypocrite before? <laughs> Cade, mm-hmm. that's kind of hypocritical asking me if I've seen a hypocrite before. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> You know what's interesting about that? Hmm. Is that if you're the one seeing a hypocrite, that means you're not the hypocrite. Takes one to know one, though. Yeah, but does it? I have no idea. That's just the phrase. Ooh, look, another white one. Wow, that was a little bit exciting. How about this black or dark one? Do you want this one? I mean, I'm not a fan of dark chocolate. Mm-hmm. That's just what I thought. But I, like I had a hunch. <laughs> I had a hunch that you... Uh, that being said, like I'm chocolate. not the one who said, almost said, what about this black one? Yeah, but, yeah. So, we're going to do our classic bit, um, titled, Cade, How Was Your Week? Why is that the classic bit? I feel like that that's just a thing that we do now, As I ask you how your week is, because you never asked me how my week was. Until, I asked you. Until I've already asked you how your week was. Maybe that's because I don't care. I'm kidding, I care. I do. It's okay, you don't have to care. I had a really good week, actually. I mean, there were some some bumps, mm-hmm. a lot of tests, 
Yeah, like how many? Three? I had three tests plus some uh, some projects and exams <laughs> that kind of tied into those That's projects. That's so college. She's, you know, it's three tests, some projects, you know, that tied in. Homework, know. whatever. Yeah, plus, you yeah. know, just existing. Spend a couple hours on a problem. That's not true. I spend mm-hmm. at most an hour on a problem. I have yet to time. spend an hour on a problem. Because I I'm do not. Hashtag blessed. I have not. Wait, you have not not? I have not not spent an hour. That's a really bad way of saying that, in my humble opinion. I am aware. <laughs> okay. I'm glad, yeah, no, it's, it's I'm glad you're aware. I feel yeah. like, Any... is our gain too high? I keep seeing it go into the red. Yeah, I do too. And we're not talking particularly loud. No. I think it's fine. We can fix it in post. All right. But anyways, no, my mm-hmm. week was pretty good. Um, Busy, stressful, but good. Yeah. Yep. How about yours, Marcus? It was mostly good. Um, been coaching debate in Belgrade, which is really fun. Um, I don't know. Had it's just I don't know. Generally a good week. Dang it! Now I'm trying to think of specifics because I see for specifics. Pacific. Pacifics. Um, the one bad thing is I shattered my phone, which is never fun. But, but what came out of it is a new phone. So you know. Which new phones? Uh, a new phone. That's a good phone. And internet doesn't need to know any more than that. Thanks, we internet. had fun with it before. Uh, mm-hmm. Before we started potting, we did as a VR thing, mm-hmm. and we defused some bombs. Mm-hmm. And In we fact, watched some YouTube videos. There is a bomb defusal manual, right by Cade's thing. True. If you guys have played the game uh, or have not played the game, keep, keep talking, talking and, and nobody... no one explodes. Yeah, it's a good game. Should uh, should definitely check it out. It was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It's a multiplayer game, which is fun. So yeah, that's my week in a nutshell. We might cut this out because it's kind of boring. It is pretty boring. <laughs> but that's okay. We won't cut it out. No, we'll cut this out. We might cut no, it out. No. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Uh, before we get into it all, Marcus, would you like to introduce the... Uh, the non-sponsor? Yeah, we have to acknowledge our non-sponsor. Um, this is not an ad, and we do not get any money from the Coco... You must be really tired, the way you said that, by the way. I am pretty You're tired, like, but I'm going to crack oh, this open. Oh, I to... I've had three exams. I stayed up until 3.30 in the morning working on homework today. I was about to say, whose so... fault was that? But then I'm like, oh, working on homework. That doesn't really apply, does it? I mean, it kind of does. Delicious, crisp... Um, eye-opening, um, eye conspiracy theory-busting, um, Scientology oh, gosh. convert. Scientology. Um, did I show you that AMA? Yeah. Oh, God, it was really scary. Um, that's part of the ad. Uh, they told us to not say that because they're not telling us to say anything because, you know. It's part of the non-ad. Non-sponsor. Just remember. It's part of the non-ad. Non-ad, non-sponsor. Delicious, wonderful, just invigorating and verbose and um like classy but at the same time don't make me passionate nerdy vanilla coca-cola wow we are like fully on the reds when we did that (laughs) that's because we're good at that when it's really good no no. it has a real good airiness to it today you asked me if i was tired i will tell you Mm -hmm. in let's see I don't, I don't know how many words. Never mind. I'm not going to count. <laughs> In just a few me. words, I will tell you 
how my day was. Okay. Dopio and a vanilla cappuccino. Is that tired? That feels like that's not tired. No, that's pretty tired. What do you mean? That's dopio, what I... Dopio will wake you up quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Vanilla cap. That's how tired I was. Is you felt like a dopio? I felt like I needed a dopio and a vanilla oh. cap, so I did drink those. Really? Mm-hmm. Today? Yep. How long ago? Um, It was like at two... Mm. That was ten 30? hours ago. Well, almost 10 hours ago. Closer to actually, you know, 9 hours ago. But doesn't that have the same ring as 10 hours ago? Yeah, but that was at 2.30. And then, just kind of been downhill since then. Yeah. So I'm trying to kind of pick like, myself back up. Kind of like my life. You know, peaks at about high school. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Straight totally. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we'll find Plus, out, won't we? I mean, yeah, technically. Um, so, today... I wanted to talk about this idea. Um, basically, I think we're going to ask answer the question, or at least we're going to talk about the question, like, what will technology do to the world and society in the future? Like, by the future, I mean, like, you know, not now well, and not the past. Really? <laughs> that's what I mean by the future. The future doesn't know later, man. That's that's what the, the future, future is. is. The fu- it's later. That's an excellent quote from an excellent movie, The Internship. Mm-hmm. Look it up. Look up. Good, good. You can play it while you're talking, playing, uh, you can watch it while you're playing, keep talking and nobody explodes. Be a little difficult, not but you can try. Anyways, um... I'm curious, are we going to take this as like a timeline, so we're going to move down the timeline, or are we just going to kind of spitball? We're just going to kind of, I don't know. So, so uh, kind of let's start about maybe about a little bit about where we are, right? Because this is also, I think, ties into our post-election coverage. So for those of you who don't know, Donald Trump won the presidency. I don't know how you wouldn't know, but if you don't know, now mm-hmm. you know. Even if you um, were like... Not in America. I feel like you know. I feel like, I feel like everybody knows. In the entire world knows. There are people in Nepal that know that Donald Trump is president or yeah. will be president. I yeah. he's not. But it's weird because he's still having rallies and stuff. He kind of feels like he's still running, which is kinda interesting. Yeah. And in a way he is. Like technically he won't be president confirmed president until the Electoral College meets. What, that December ninth, right? Fifteenth. Fifteenth. If I'm recall correctly. Uh my last oh. final. Is that Your last also final. Nice. So, momentous day so, in American history for both Marcus's of us. Marcus's final and <laughs> decision uh-huh. of the Electoral College. All right. Yep. Both of those things Equal are equally weight. important, in my humble opinion. <laughs> you know, it's, it's really funny, because it's not a humble thing. Anyway, and one of the things, it, it was an interesting, you know, nobody really expected him to win. And it's interesting that he won because of the coal miners. He won because of the middle class working people. That working was, people? That was a great way to say Very it. Very eloquent. I'm also tired. It was, you know, but that's that's kind of the group that he won. You know, he didn't win mm-hmm. necessarily the... Top 1%! He, you know, and he, and he... He didn't win even a majority of the people, it looks like. You know, but that's really where it boosted him was... You know, coal miners in West Virginia, right? Which you could say that's for better or worse. Um, it he 
also most young people voted for Hillary Clinton, um, or third party, surprisingly, mm-hmm. but um, you know a large chunk of the population that was older than say forty forty five. Mm-hmm. They voted Donald Trump, which is interesting. It's very similar. The demographics are very similar to the Brexit vote, believe it or not. Yeah, no. Um, which we talked true. about in our pre-election coverage was yeah. we talked about Brexit, which is interesting. And it's this idea that I think personally, for better or worse, as a society in America and also just the developed world, we are becoming less smart. Oh, now I get how you're tying this in. I was trying to figure it out, but now I get it. So, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I feel like like you could say it like that, Mm -hmm. but you definitely have to define it. Yeah. So, basically, I think that truth, truth and fact mean nothing in today's world, or at least mean very little, right? Like, for example, I mean, you're not a very good, I think, person to ask this, but um, not very representative, but if I said, what is truth, well, how would you define truth? Truth? Yeah. Is, oh man, that's actually a really difficult, like, concept to think, like, Mm -hmm. I want to give you a dictionary definition, but I don't think I can, so. How would you define it in your own words, then, if you had to think? Sorry to put you on the spot. Yeah, here. I know. Man, See, I have this, the like the definition part. right there. Yeah. But, um, so maybe we'll start with what I would say. I would say truth is simple. It is what is objectively true. And really, you're going to explain truth with true? Mm-hmm. It is, maybe to put it a different way, what is not false. <laughs> right? And so... There truth, truth is the opposite of false. And, see, and I know it seems like that's really dumb. But I mean, that's what it is. Truth is is not a thing that's like even definable. It is a definition kind of Mm -hmm. like things are true or they aren't. Literally every, every, every statement in the universe Mm -hmm. is either potato or not a potato. Mm -hmm. And that sentence is true. It is a true sentence. And so technically. Yeah. And I was actually, um, this is a big thing in philosophy of philosophers one of the things they love the most is a precise definition of words, right? Mm-hmm. For example, in philosophy, a valid argument and a sound argument are very different things. Do you know the difference by chance off the top of your head? I would say a valid argument is one that is true and a sound is one that makes sense. Mm, it's way more precise than that. Is it really? So a valid argument is one that the simple explanation is it's one that logically sound or shouldn't use the word sound, one that is logically, a logical conclusion. So logically based. Basically, if your premises lead to the conclusion, like if that happens, then it is a valid argument. However, you can have a valid argument, but the premise is false, and therefore the conclusion is also false. So it's valid, but it's not sound. So sound Uh. means it's a valid argument, but the premise and conclusion are true. Okay. Right? Which oh, is, that makes sense. Yeah, which makes sense, but, you yeah. know, it's interesting. It's kind of like the whole, you know, the whole classic Socrates argument, you know, all men are mortal, Socrates is a man, There or Socrates is a man, therefore Socrates is mortal. That's sound and valid. Mm-hmm. But for, for whatever reason, Socrates wasn't a man, 
right, or all men weren't mortal, like there was a man who wasn't mortal, yeah. then it would still be valid, but it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be sound. Sound. That's interesting. Yeah. So anyway, precise definitions. And basically, the, the definition of truth is it's something that's truth. No, a fact is interesting. And I haven't actually seen, personally, a definition for a fact. I would say a fact is a truth. Mm-hmm. Right? A fact is something yeah. that mm-hmm. has been proven. It's, it's sound, as we've talked yeah. about. It's rooted in exactness, measurement, like things like that. And so it is something that is definable mm-hmm. and repeatable mm-hmm. and testable, etc., etc. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of it would be tested from scientific yeah. method, which makes mm-hmm. a lot of sense. So yeah, that's one. And kind of there's two, there's two kind of opinions as to what is not, or what is, how do you find true things? And, um, the, the common, the, 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 the easy one is the scientific method. You know, it's, it's a retest, a testable and repeatable is a big, repeatable is a big, is a thing. big, repeatable. big part. And so, you know, but I don't think that is it fully comes around to everything that is describes physics right and by physics i mean physical things yeah. in the world but the whole you know you've heard the term metaphysics i'm sure mm-hmm. right that doesn't really come and you know it doesn't describe metaphysics in any way you can't describe metaphysics through a repeatable repeatable test you know it just doesn't even make sense mm-hmm. and so things that are a logical conclusion i think also can be truth and ultimately i mean if we're getting down to the nitty-gritty i think you know god is truth ultimately and so it's kind of like that the definition of truth is is it of god kind of so um so yeah so that's what truth and and facts are kind of define them and where are we kind of going with this we were talking about Um, how Mm -hmm. people have become less smart. Mm -hmm. And by that, it's more that we've lost the value of Mm -hmm. truth Truth. and fact. Mm -hmm. And there's actually a word for that, too. It's called relativism. And the idea of relativism, the root is relative. Mm. Basically, it's this idea that that truth isn't an objective black or white. It is a, a spectrum, maybe. You know, there's... It's sort of true, or it's true... In some respects, right? And I think that it's this kind of thinking that has led, I mean, we, we, we've gotten here to where truth can be relative. You know, it's true to you, but not true to me kind of thing. And so... And see, I feel like, actually, I would argue that that's inherent in truth. Because I think what you're trying to say is fact would be different. Because fact is true for everyone, but mm-hmm. a truth can be different for people. Like, give an example of a truth that could be different. Um, if you can think of one off the top of your head. Off the top of my head, um, going for one group of people, um, I'd say, since it's Christmas time, um, mm-hmm. Christmas Day was Christ's birthday. Mm-hmm. And then you've got people who believe that Christmas mm. Day is so... not so here's where I would disagree. So if they believe that, then that's fair. A belief doesn't have to be true. But or that's their a belief, truth. A belief, well, see, that's the problem. See, you're pointing, you're, you're, and it's it's kind of funny. This is exactly what I think today's topic of the podcast is. Is this, this notion 
that truth is defined by what we believe. It's your truth. What I would say is there is an objective truthiness to either. If somebody believes the 25th of December was the day Jesus was born, you know, thousands of years ago, then, like, there is a yes or no answer to that, right? Now, whether or not anybody really knows it for certain doesn't change that, right? There is, it doesn't change that fact. Exactly. But, so truth isn't even really a noun. It, I mean, it is, but it's it's hard to use it as a noun, right? There's beliefs that can be true or not. It's much better as a as a definition, right? It's, mm-hmm. you know, that's why I was saying, you know, truth is hard to define because it is a definition, yeah. right? So, yeah. By the way, do you know what philosophers genuinely, well, the kind of general rule for what is knowledge? No. It's a justified true belief. What that means is justified as in you have a reason to think it. Mm-hmm. It's reasonable. It's true because... You know, this it follows an objective, it corresponds to reality, and then it's a belief because it's something that you think you is align true. with. Yeah, it's yeah. something you think is true. Um, however, there are cases called Yetier cases, I think they're called, named after the philosopher that, that discovered them, kind of. Um, and it was one of those things where once somebody pointed it out, it's super obvious, where you can have a justified true belief, but still not really have knowledge. And the idea is like, Imagine if you were um, you were in a big field with lots of hills, and you see a sheep on an opposite hill, and you say, oh, there is at least one sheep in this field. And you have a justification, because you see a sheep. It's true, because, you know, there's a sheep in there the field. There could be more than one, mm-hmm. but you see yeah. one, so at least... Now, yeah. here's the deal. What if you want closer inspection, you realize that was a dog, right? But behind the hill that you now can see, but you couldn't before you see there's another sheep, right? So you were still right. There is at least one sheep in... And so, you know, you you had your justification, but your justification didn't actually lead you to the truth because your justification that you saw the sheep on the hill, but the sheep was a dog. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah. you, so you do have a justified true belief, but for the, the justification didn't lead you yeah. to the truth. So there are cases where that's not true. That's not a good definition, but... You know, that's kind of the best that we have, from what I understand, from the philosophy world. Fair enough. Anyway. So where are we going now? Um, Let's talk about why we think facts have lost value. So, before, in the good old days, as I like to call back it. Back in the day. Back, back when I was not born. Back, <laughs> back when I was nothing but even an idea. I, this is, I don't know. I mean, the internet existed when I was I know. an idea. So this is way back... We're talking pre-1990s, at least. Probably even <laughs> pre-1980s. I, I'm just thinking of people like that are that were born then, just like, way back. Really? This was way back in the Stone Age of the 1980s. Uh-huh. Anyway. Whew, man, that was a while ago. And Wouldn't you say? No. Wouldn't it, you say? I, that was a long time ago. So long. It was before I was born, so I even can't comprehend how long ago that was. I mean, like, it's not my fault. My brain literally can't comprehend the world before the 1980s. Yes, you just don't have the knowledge. I don't. Well, Anyways, even... So. Don't even get me started um, <laughs> on defining what that would be. Basically, back then, let's say you wanted to know how much a blue whale weighed. 
Right. Look, the same example as earlier. Yeah. Well, that's because it was an easy one. Now, in today's age, this is what we have to do. Okay, Google. How much does a blue whale weigh? Blue whale typically has a weight of 300,000 pounds. 300,000 pounds. Now I Boom. know that. Now you know. And I will forget, but I can always ask. Right? That is what getting a fact takes nowadays. Um, uh, I mean, obviously, you know, it's pretty easy. Mm-hmm. I, I like how you said that you'll forget because that definitely ties into the value mm-hmm. that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. But anyways. Anyway. Back. 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 Before back. the internet. How would you find that fact? Almost certainly, the easiest way would be go to your encyclopedia set on because your Because for whatever your reason, you just have a huge encyclopedia Every, set. I feel like most people did, because that's what you had to do. I mean, I suppose and it's possible, but I feel like most people would actually just go to the library. Yeah, okay, regardless. And get the encyclopedias there. You'd have to go open up a book. You'd have to look for it. And you have to if, search. Mm-hmm. You'd have to, you know, search Blue Whales. If you found it, great. If you didn't, you'd have to find another book until eventually you found a thing. And also, like, you had, you know, the source, you know, you had to find a verifiable source, too. Generally, if it's published in, like, an encyclopedia, you can trust it. But, you know, you never know. It's not as easy as today where you can go to, you know, eight different websites and compare what they say. Get the same answers in general. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, you trusted the publication a little bit more. Um, So there's a lot more value in yeah. that knowledge because yeah. finding a fact was difficult and mm-hmm. therefore it had value and so people actually i bet remembered things a lot better which is why i found it just very interesting that marcus said i'll probably yeah. almost think definitely about, forget that think about phone numbers right oh yeah no i don't before yeah i can think of okay i know my own phone i know number. mine i know my parents but that was because they haven't changed since i was little and i had to memorize them when i was little um i know my mom's work I don't. I can't say I do. I've heard it a billion times. I can't say. I don't even. I don't know my girlfriend's phone number. I don't know my sister's phone number. (laughs) Like. Gonna be honest. Uh huh. Those are the four that I can think of. Yeah. I can think of my old home phone number. (laughs) Yeah, I can think of my home phone number. Yeah. Um, Those are the phone numbers. You know, now it's so easy to. I mean, you save numbers, and it's pretty easy to look up a number of any business. Mm -hmm. Remember phone books? I remember using phone books. Oh, I remember using phone books. Um, You know, now. The thought of using a phone book is almost like, what? Why would you do that? Yeah, because it's so easy to find. Like, places plus, not to mention, a lot of people don't have landlines anymore. Yeah, even I know, so it wouldn't even be it wouldn't phone be book. applicable. Some well, people do list their cell phones, but yeah. it's very rare. Yeah. So anyway, now facts have lost some value because they're so common, and it's important to think, important to point out that we expected them, we expected the abundance of facts to be good, right? This mm-hmm. idea of, like, what if Copernicus had an iPad, right? What could have happened? Yeah, like, all you know. that knowledge mm-hmm. is there for the taking, so that gives mm-hmm. us time Knowledge to... is power. Yeah. Is a common adage. Um, thinking about that, though, if everybody has access to it, if mm-hmm. everyone's all-powerful, no one is. Yeah, that's kind of so, the idea. But anyways, um, all that access allows for more critical thinking, we thought, you mm-hmm. know. But, but it turns out people don't like to be logical often which is frustrating for someone like me who's you know done in the debate world you know for coming up on i mean this is my sixth year technically sixth year i mean before long it'll be a decade and before long you're, you're be- you just crossed the halfway point right. buddy but lifetime flies anyway six years that's still a while that is a while i'll give you that i mean it's not a long while but it's it's longer than a lot of people 
I know Cade's looking at the TV, cycling through different pictures and loving. I mean, them some of them are terrible, them. but um, this one's pretty cool. It's an infrared echoes of a black hole eating a star, which is really cool and also kind of scary. Anyway, um, I totally lost my. Train oh, excuse of me. People don't like to be logical, and here's the other thing that we should talk about. Beyond just being the availability of facts, there's also this idea of the sheer number of recorded facts, right? The number of scientific studies, the number of published facts on the internet is huge. What drives me nuts, um, we were talking about things being repeatable with scientific method. Mm -hmm. A lot of studies, I don't know if you know this, but a mm -hmm. lot of studies are not repeated. No. They're done once. Mm -hmm. Published. Published. BuzzFeed picks them up. Yep. But see, the thing <laughs> is, nobody repeats them because they just take that as fact because they take it for granted. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people don't repeat them, and so a lot of things aren't explored. Mm -hmm. um, if you, they are eventually repeated, sometimes they're proved like, oh, this belief that everybody had, yeah, no, it's wrong. Mm -hmm. And like the anti-vaccine crowd is a really interesting mm. case of this because the very person that published this thing in the '90s, early '90s, that published the report that you know supposedly linked autism vaccines to autism, to vaccine, like. Yeah. He has gone out publicly and said, this was bogus. This was a bad test. Hey, this was wrong. This is wrong, essentially. Yeah. But the people, there's still a huge group of people that say, no, you were right the first time. No, I wasn't. And it's, it's just, it's amazing how <laughs> it's so impervious to facts he is, you know, people are. Yeah. And, you know, and that's why I was talking about the abundance of facts. It's like. You know, you can find an, a, a fact to justify any belief at this point. Oh, yeah. No, you can find a scientific study for anything. Mm -hmm. You can, right now, if I wanted to Google, um, or if I wanted to make an argument about the Catholic Church for whatever reason, I could find a article that talks about how the Pope endorsed Donald Trump during the election, and I could use that in my argument. And I could find a example of a article that said the Pope did not endorse mm -hmm. Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. And both of us because, would have articles that came from fairly valid sources. Well, mine would be a fake news site, but you know what I mean? Like, because that was one of the biggest camp examples of the fake news that happened yeah. this election cycle. But see, that's the thing. It's like, now we're even at the point where it's not just bad scientific studies. It's just flat-out lies published at the internet that are seen as true by, you know people on Facebook and things. Fact-checking is one of the most important things that you can do. And fact-checking just doesn't happen. And you know what? They're trying to do it on uh, mainstream news. I don't know if you ever saw this. Um, John Oliver talked about it, where they would put, like, um, like Trump claims to be, or claims to always have been against the war, and then in parentheses, he wasn't. Doing some fact-checking in the actual lower third of the, you know, screen mm -hmm. where they have stuff, which I thought was interesting. I think would be... Uh, fun little thing to create would mm -hmm. be like if Google had a cross-referencing section. Mm -hmm. So it was like, <clears throat> you've got web search, images, blah, 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 mm -hmm. and, and you can do cross-reference. And you can take a fact that you find from an article, mm -hmm. plug it in, and see if you can't cross-reference mm -hmm. that with mm -hmm. literally every article. Yeah, that'd be nice. That mentions it. Well, I mean, you can already kind of do that on Google, just Google search, you know. A little just bit. Just search, but... you, know, or, you know, Pope endorsed Donald Trump. And you'll find the Washington Post telling you the, the bogus, you know, New York Times, which aren't impervious to it, but are generally See, better. but I, what I'm thinking is, like, if Google popped out, like, a table, 
Mm. Like was like okay from this source mm-hmm. to this 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 yeah. this this and it's all just lined up rather than clicking on individual articles and cross referencing mm-hmm. that yeah. way. It'd be easy. It'd be but a lot it, simpler. Uh huh. It'd be easier to follow. Which, you know, it, it comes down to an interesting question. You know, I think there's some people who would argue people generally want to be right, right? People generally don't want to know falsehoods, and it was this interesting conversation I was listening to how. They're talking about, you know, is it post hoc or is it propter hoc? Do you know the difference? I'm going to be honest, actually. Mm-hmm. I'm going to counter what you said. Mm-hmm. I don't think people necessarily want to be right. Mm-hmm. I think they don't want to be wrong. Yeah. And that, and I think, is actually a difference. Uh-huh. Or, sorry, that's post hoc. Yeah. Right? I don't so... think they want to be wrong because it's not that they want to be right. Yeah. People, like, yeah, mm-hmm. people say, oh, oh, I love being right, but it's more, I don't like being wrong. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and I kind of think I'm in that camp. They want to justify their beliefs, but it's not like they're saying, I want to believe objective truth. It's, I want to believe... What I believe, I believe and find And I want to that... find things that justify it. Yeah. And with the abundance of facts and the accessibility of those facts, you can find it. Which is the worst um, part of the scientific method, because you cannot twist facts to fit conclusions mm-hmm. you have to create mm-hmm. conclusions out of facts mm-hmm. this is actually in that same philosophy thing i was talking about they're talking about science doesn't seek to prove anything science seeks to disprove mm-hmm. right that any any sort of science you know a, a scientific study should be trying to disprove something that we already believe not mm-hmm prove something that we believe i can i can see that that's the thing but then you've also got other scientific studies that definitely should be trying to prove something or find something so Mm -hmm. well and the idea is like um it it was a philosopher during the age of freud and einstein right they're around the same times right Mm -hmm. and you know those two and he was talking about how freud was using behavior and saying he was saying oh this behavior exemplifies this idea, right? Mm. Basically, he was proving his theory with behavior. Mm-hmm. Whereas Einstein was predicting things in the future. He mm-hmm. was saying, here's my theory, and it should, you know, in the future, exhibit this evidence. Do you see the difference? Yeah. Like, one of them saying, here's past evidence that confirms my theory, versus here's, here's my prediction for the future. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then... Um, is a really interesting idea, but this is this idea of fact and knowledge, and it's just, I don't know. So, with this idea of fact and knowledge, you wanted to go into technology in the future. Well, I just what up? almost wonder, like, how do we combat this? Or even maybe a more important or a beginning question should be, can we combat this? Can we combat this? Because, mm-hmm. for example, and I don't know how much this is just me not knowing my actual true self, but I feel like generally I want to believe true things. Yeah. Right? And I think, I mean, I don't know if that's just bias of, you know, I want to know true things, but I also feel like I have definitely have times where I've changed my mind on things. Mm-hmm. Sometimes pretty fundamental things, like, um, you know, I'm much less a hater of capitalism than I was in high school. Yes, he was. Because of, you know, just listening to arguments and, and, and you know... Logical. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know. It's 
it's an interesting problem that we're going to solve right now. Okay, we're going to solve it right now. Okay. Uh-huh. This is what we're good at. You said you wanted to talk about I, world I problems. Do. This is so, what you wanted the podcast to be. Uh, the thing is, mm-hmm. I don't know that we can successfully change it. Wow. Our gonna first be problem, no. and you're no. just going to throw no. your arms up See, in the air, drink your vanilla Coke. What it will require is, I think, just a social shift. Because we've already talked about how people can be confronted with plain fact, mm-hmm. plain justified fact, and mm-hmm. still not accept mm-hmm. it as true. That's one of my favorite phrases. That's just verifiably wrong. Yes. Right? I say that all the time. verifiably wrong, like, and yet you still believe it. It's not like you're just... It's not like, I think you're wrong. No, like, verifiably. Like, let's look this up. <laughs> I am... Like, you're just verifiably wrong. You know? Or then you have um, the one where you mm-hmm. are talking to someone and they say something, and you do look it up, and they realize they're wrong, and they're like, well, I mean, fundamentally, this other thing that sort of kind of goes with it, but not really, mm-hmm. and then they try and latch onto that in order to prove the rest of it wrong, and it's like, no, you're fundamentally, verifiably mm-hmm. wrong. Mm-hmm. And so it will, I think, just require a shift of societal like th- thought processy yeah. in order to mm-hmm. do this. Like, and yeah, think- I'm not saying everyone will do this. Like, I try to like be completely open-minded and accept mm-hmm. things. Like, sometimes I'll admit it's really difficult because mm-hmm. things that you think are true can. Mm-hmm. Bite but, in. I mean, you have a confirmation bias. You mm-hmm. know, that's that's a demonstrable thing. Is you know, people generally tend to agree with things that supports their own position, mm-hmm. which isn't really surprising, but no, you know, it's, it is true. Um, you know, and I think also part of the problem is that we've, the idea of argument doesn't exist anymore, at least in the classical sense of argument. You want to go Marcus? And as someone, <laughs> as someone who again is a debate coach, like an argument has again, a very specific definition and it is a it is essentially a logical test to test beliefs. Essentially, it is a, a method of similar to the scientific method, but it's basically the way that you test metaphysical ideas. You know, like you want to test how hydrogen and you know hydrogen, how you know water and sodium react together. You run an experiment. You want to test whether God exists, you make an argument, right? I mean, you can't necessarily prove either no. that last one, so, no, but I mean, you can make an argument People have still. tried. You can still make an mm-hmm. argument. There's actually a lot of arguments that, you know, do attempt to prove, which is a, just an interesting concept in itself, but we've already had that podcast. We have. Um, <laughs> you should look it up. It's a, it's a good one, in my opinion. It is, um, indeed. And Oh, there we go. Right. But I think today people, when they argue, they're just trying to convince the other side or even just shouting at themselves. You know what I mean? I think a lot of times it's a debate nowadays is less of a goal to find truth and Mm -hmm. fact as it is to um, convince ourselves that we're right. Yeah. Like... I'm thinking of all the Facebook debates because you see them all, especially oh, yeah. this political season, right? Which is may never end nowadays. Who knows? <laughs> um, with Donald Trump as president, we may never stop debating <laughs> um, on Facebook. But it's this idea of like, has anyone ever, do you think, 
then change their mind in a Facebook debate. No. No. I don't think it's... I literally don't think it's ever, ever happened. I think people say, yeah, okay, whatever, mm-hmm. and continue to believe whatever right. they were and th- believing that's the beforehand. Idea. That is like the whole just attitude toward fact and arguments is, yeah, okay, whatever, which is so inv- infuriating. He almost said invigorating. <laughs> I know. It's this idea of like, no, whatever. Like, I agree or what you are saying makes sense. But whatever, I'm still going to believe what I want to believe. Yeah. Do you think that people have a responsibility to believe true things? Like a moral responsibility in society. This oh, is something in that, society? Mm-hmm, this is something that philosophers have actually debated about, is whether or not you have a moral obligation to believe true things. Like, if you find something that is false, that you just are not allowed morally to to believe it. I would say yes, actually. Mm-hmm. I feel like just... I mean, that statement in and of itself is logical and sounds like a truth to me. Like, yeah. you know, if something's false, you should not believe it. Yeah, but it's even like a moral obligation. I mean, because the idea is like, you know, you can spread that falsehood to other people and, you know, it's just... you. I don't know. In my mind, there's no reason to believe something that's false. Yeah. And no, I think that not. almost everyone, the funny thing is I don't think anyone would ever disagree with that. It's just, it's like in practice, they don't actually apply that concept, you know, like some of my, you know, staunch conservative friends, which to be honest, I'm probably agree with them on most things, but still, you know, I'm talking about it and I'm like, you know, but the other, the argument has merit or that's the one I always use, you know, or I can see where they're coming from. You just never hear that in political discourse. No. Or any real discourse. You know, you rarely hear, you know, no, I think you're wrong, but I, I understand, you know, like I, I, I get where you're coming from. I understand and, why you're saying mm-hmm. this and why you believe this. Mm-hmm. Or you're not 100% wrong. Mm-hmm. You know. I'm going to be honest, though. A lot of debates nowadays, I don't understand why they believe what they believe. Mm-hmm. It's like, this is mm-hmm. not logical. Mm-hmm. How did you come to this conclusion? Well, this mm-hmm. is just the thing that I believe, but but mm-hmm. why? Mm-hmm. Like, and, and I think that's a problem, which we don't ask, like, why do I believe this? People take things just as, mm-hmm. at face value. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny, I was listening to a, a podcast the other day. Shocker. It was making me think this, I know, I listen to literally <laughs> at least an hour of podcasts a day nowadays, and uh, either I'm driving or something, and the topic of this one was, uh, why are you Protestant? Right. And it was on Catholic Answers Live. And it's like a talking show. And so people would call in and say, I'm Protestant because blank. But it was interesting that they in the intro, they, they said, you know, like we're we're here to ask, like, not, you know, it's, it's basically give the reasoning for what you are, you know, and yeah. what you we're believe. not we're not saying it's good, bad, mm-hmm. wrong, et cetera. Just mm-hmm. why do you believe this? Yeah. And it's an interesting, you know, like, you know, if you. If you answer to that question, for example, as I just am, and I think the same. I'm not trying to single out Protestants here. That's just yeah, the example. No, I like, you know, if, if your answer to why are you Catholic or anything is, you know, is I just am, then that's... I was raised that way. It's a pretty common one. Mm-hmm. Which I think it, is... In re- religion, at least. Mm-hmm. Which, if you're older than, I think, 14, that... That's I, not... When you're, when you're younger than 14, that's an appropriate answer, but... If you're over 14, you need a better answer than that's what my parents told me. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
Um, anyway, it's, it's this interesting idea. And I think that maybe that's just ultimately what it comes down to is, you know, have justified belief, you know, know why you believe what you believe. And then from there, we're able to work our way into argument. We're able to work our way into, um, we're trying to look at how long we've gone. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. We'll talk a little bit longer here. <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe that's, maybe that's the answer. Maybe we should start a hashtag campaign. Hashtag bring back the truth. Mm, hashtag. Bel- hashtag uh, knowledge lives matter. Hashtag. <laughs> I had to. Hashtag. I'm not making fun of the movement. It just. Hashtag. Um, have justified belief. Is that too nerdy? <laughs> That's kind of nerdy. That's pretty nerdy. That feels like you push up your glasses after saying it. Hashtag have justified belief. Um. With the snort and the. Yeah, but it's. I think that's ultimately what also is coming down to. And maybe we should close with this idea that we started with: the rise of relativism. The right. rise of relativism. Because it's almost coining that term. Mm-hmm. I that no, it's already relativism been rises. We certainly have. We're making a movie. Relativism rises. It would be a horror movie. Yes, it would. <laughs> Either that or a, an apocalyptic, <laughs> apocalyptic <laughs> movie like Dwayne Johnson could be in it. Um, <laughs> the go-to apocalypse John, guy. Dwayne Johnson, the the last logical human. No, the idea of. Relativism is basically the idea that there is no such thing as objective, objective truth. truth. It's, it's and not to be a hypocrite, um, so I won't be. I do <laughs> see why people believe that, why people are attracted to this idea that that things can be true to people but not to other people, and I think it's this idea of just mixing up opinion and fact, and belief. You know what I mean? It's, And yeah, there are certain things, like which ice cream flavor tastes the best, that are opinion. Like, mm-hmm. there's, you're not going to objectively find out that vanilla is the best ice cream, even though it is. <laughs> but... <laughs> nice. <laughs> I would disagree. I'd say chocolate. No, definitely Graham's Lamb. I don't know even really what that is. Is that the Graham one with Graham's crackers? Like it's little bunches of like super sweet mm-hmm. Graham cracker and like it's delicious, man. I like a cake butter Fantastic. type of ice cream too. I'm really a fan of. I like that vanilla e like See, vanilla milkshakes are so good. Just think about this. Um, it's a person's truth. It's your truth. The vanilla is the best. But uh, it's, it's your not, opinion. It's, it's your an opinion. opinion. It's your different. opinion. I would say. You asked me for my, uh, like, definition of truth at the beginning. I didn't get a mm-hmm. chance to say it. So, mm-hmm. after having had this discussion, mm-hmm. now I kind of think I know. Justified your belief. No. Okay. No. Because you use true in the definition. Mm. Like, it's oh, one of those definition things. definition of truth. Okay. Yes, truth. That was definition of knowledge that yes. I quoted. I was wrong. Yes. So, truth. Truth, I want to say it's actually more of this idea of, like, what you believe. Because when you talked about fact, or knowledge more specifically, you said it's a justified, true belief. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that in and of itself kind of implies that truth is different than a belief. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I don't understand entirely how something that is a belief 
Like it's it's like the all fingers. See, a belief is either true or not true. Right. And a belief so, is either true or not true to you. But what does that even mean to you? Like, what do you mean by that? It's like to a person. Yeah. Because it's it's a belief. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. a truth. No. A belief is yeah. A, a belief is held by a person. Yes. It's it's an and idea so, held by. A person. I think we but almost truth have to define. Isn't held by a person. Truth, see, and that's that's kind of what my and I think truth ultimately is is. See, I think the hard part is reality. objective. Objective truth versus subjective truth. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, this is my argument. There is no such thing as subjective truth. And I, let me put like why I believe this, justify it, um, because if things can be subjectively true, then inherent nothing can be true, really. Because if anything can have a degree of truth to it, right? If if I can think this is red, but you're like, no, it's green. And there's I mean, no objectivity some to people it. people would mm-hmm. see it as green. Okay, then let me be more specific. This has the wavelength of red, right? Mm-hmm. And there's no way that, you know, or, or something even as simple as... No, I what, don't know. What, if what, I, what if I were to say... Mm-hmm. To tie it back to ice cream, because that's like the easiest mm-hmm. thing. It is true that vanilla is the best. That is an inherent contradiction, because that is an opinion, and an opinion is different than truth. There's a there's a see. Very I would real define difference. subjective truth as an opinion. I mean, then you're using different words to represent the same concept. I just don't like the the word subjective truth because I don't even like this concept. It it muddles the concept of truth. Like maybe you could call it subjective truth, but I think an opinion is a much better word because opinion, like opinion, is not necessarily true, but it can be true. Well, it it, it can't be true or not true. An opinion is like a belief that can't be just like an opinion is a is a non-justified belief. How so? I could justify an opinion. Can you justify why vanilla is better than chocolate? No, I couldn't justify that, but you can justify justify opinions. Okay. It's kind of like the same idea as testing a hypothesis. Mm. Is like, it's... In in what way? It's it's an idea Mm -hmm. that you hold to be true, and then you can solve, or like you can test to determine if it is true. I mean... You can't, you can't, though, justify an opinion. Like, if I say vanilla Coke tastes good, there's no way to test that. If I say color blue looks nice, there's no way to test that. There's a way to test if, if gravity is, you know, has, uh, I'm thinking gravity waves, right? Right. There's... There's ways to test the strength of gravity. There's ways to measure the speed of a car, right? Those are justified. Those are verifiable. So... An opinion is inherently... How about um, we go looking from different inertial frames using the uh, the car analogy. Uh, one person's driving in a car <clears throat> next to another car. Relative to that car, the car is moving at zero... Mm-hmm. meters per second because they're moving at the same rate mm-hmm. however somebody's and in, in their mind that's mm-hmm. true if they ignored the outside surroundings moving obviously mm-hmm. 
and just looked at the car, the car would not be moving. Mm-hmm. Person standing on the side of the road would see two cars moving at some speed mm-hmm. or some velocity. You know what I love? I see what you're doing here. Or I see where you're going here. Do you realize a particular word you said in your very description? Inertial reference frame? Nope. You what? said relative to the car. Yes. We're talking about relativism. Mm-hmm. And I think this is an excellent example of what I mean, right? So, the speed of the car, there is a speed through which it is traveling through space. Depending on what frame you're looking yeah, at it from. No. When when you look at at it from different different reference frames, then yes. Mm-hmm. But if you keep your your graph pointed the right way, right? Then yeah, you can measure. Yeah, how fast no, it's moving. I, I would agree. You can. There is no way that you can argue logically that if it's moving six meters per second. It's actually moving five meters per second, right? That's not an opinion. That is a that is a fact, and a fact you can verify, either through argumentation or through, or through scientific testing. Right? Truthness is true. It's either true or it's not true in a fact. An opinion is different because. An opinion is a belief that cannot be justified. Arguing about opinions is just doesn't even make sense. It's kind of like, you know, there's no truth value associated with opinions. You know, that's the difference between facts and opinions is that a facts have a truth value of true or not true. An opinion just doesn't. It's not, it's not that it's not one or zero true or false. It's just not <laughs> like that doesn't even make sense you know what i mean so do you get what i'm saying i get what you're saying yeah mm-hmm. yeah and i could probably keep going but for the yeah. sake of time and i mean and i think that it's this idea that you that you brought up that you know like when you switch your perspective maybe it's instead of switching your frames of reference mm-hmm. another way you could say is switching your perspective and i think that that like I think that's where this idea comes from, right? Is, is, you know, switching perspectives is seen as, you know, if you looked at it from my point of view, mm-hmm. right, then the facts would change. But I think inherently that's... Let me put it this way. When you're looking at the car from the car next to it, that doesn't change the speed it's moving. It just changes the way it looks like it's moving. Right? Like, there is an objective speed to it. For example, if you zoomed out and you looked at the solar system, that car is moving way differently than even if you saw it from the Earth because the whole Earth is moving. Mm-hmm. And you zoom out the whole solar system and the whole galaxy. Mm-hmm. Right? But, like, there is an objective speed to it. You know, like, let me put it this way. If you ask God, how fast is the car moving? Right. There would be an answer. That's true. Right. Yeah. And you could say, yeah, it's, it depends on the way you look at it. But I mean, I don't know. Things like. So out of curiosity, then what would what is the point of I see where you're coming from and then switching your opinion? What do you mean? I see. You you talked about earlier. Mm -hmm. um, 
how you can say, I see where you're coming from. Mm -hmm. The idea is that you are... And so that is exactly what we're saying when we're talking about pers mm -hmm. uh, different perspective. I see where you're coming from. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, and then literally like, perspective. Literally perspective. I see where you're coming from. Uh -huh. And then does that mean one of you was um, using an objective truth and one of you wasn't? And then what if it turns out that there was a third person that was doing something else and said mm -hmm. the car was this and it actually was that? And I think that... I think the idea is you want to understand why someone believes what they do, right? You want to, if you just tell them they're wrong, they don't, they won't respect you at all. And, of course not. You know, that when you're talking about, you know, talking to someone, you want them to know. And I think inside of you, you should know why you think they're wrong. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because for the same, the same token is if you say, I believe what I believe because I do, it's the same thing as if you say, I believe you're wrong just because I do. Mm -hmm. You should have a justified belief as to why they're incorrect. Right. And so, yeah. And I, I think don't know that, that we, either of us will be able to resolve the other's opinion, but. Mm -hmm. And also that's another thing I think in itself that is has been lost in American discourse is that's okay. Mm -hmm. Agreeing to disagree is a very good thing. Compromise is a very good thing. I mean, sometimes it can result in some horrific things like the famous three-fifths compromise, but... Yes, that's not the best compromise mm -hmm. in the world. That's arguably the worst. Yeah, probably. But, you know, the compromise being able to say... I know where you're coming from. I, 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 I understand that you're not an idiot. I understand that you're you're trying to do the same thing I am, which is to have justified true mm -hmm. belief. Um, and I think that, you know, your logic falls apart here. That's ultimately why I'm a debate coach, honestly, is because I want to promote this idea. And I think debate is a great tool to teach it. So anyway, we've been talking for a while How about long? this topic. Roughly what are we up to? 57 minutes. And I think Not we're kind of at a good stopping point. I think we are at a good stopping Let point. Let us know what you guys think. I, I kind of like the format this time. Mm -hmm. I did. We kind of... Solved the problem. We did. Of. We did. Just Justify your beliefs. I think we both agree on that. Yes. Justify your beliefs. Don't... I don't, I don't think anybody really logically would disagree with that fact. Nope. However, people don't do it, is mm -hmm. the problem. Mm -hmm. It's justify like you, your you ask them to justify them, mm -hmm. and they're like, well, oftentimes justification is circular reasoning, which is really annoying, too. Mm -hmm. but that's the thing, is, like, justification inherent is a logic, like, if you talk about argumentation, um, you know, there's a link from your evidence to the claim, mm -hmm. right? There's a logical evidence, and if you commit a logical fallacy... Then. It turns into a link from your claim to your claim. <laughs> mm -hmm. Or, more importantly, there's just no link from your evidence to your claim. It's just just nothing. I mean, oftentimes, that's what it is. It's a link that goes from your claim to your claim, and then here's your evidence over here that doesn't really do anything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, Or the worst ones is, here's my evidence, and think about the children, and then that's supposed to connect to the claim somehow. Okay, Miss America. Like, there are, it's like, <laughs> calm down, there, my Miss evidence, America. you know, my claim, we should 
help the Middle East. My evidence. Babies are dying. And my logical link. Babies are important. I mean, I would argue they kind of are. No, I, I see, that's the thing. But. I don't even disagree with <laughs> anything like, you, know, you said. I disagree with your logic that... It, just that's because, the reason why. Mm-hmm, I yeah. disagree that that there's a logical conclusion. Anyway, maybe I'll have to talk about argumentation, or maybe produce uh, geek teach on argumentation. There you go. Argumentation is very. Have you very done cool. geek teaches yet? No, I mean I've written okay. scripts, but there's a lot that goes into making. I got so. you. Anyway, uh, that's about all we got this week. I think that is all we have to say tonight. Any l- closing remarks? Any last words? Um, justify your beliefs, kids. Hashtag. And if you are in high school, join your debate team. If you don't have one, Make tell me one. that you want to start a debate team. I'll teach you how. I'm a good coach. He said, having Hopefully. been a coach for a whole two years. Does last year count? Yeah. Okay. I was on I was on the... Uh, I mean, you weren't on the official... I was on the official certificates that they all got at the end of the year. Really? Yep. For all the letters and stuff. I signed them all. All right. So... Coach Marcus Twitchell. Coach I have a funny Twitchell. story about that that I want to okay. tell you about. <laughs> Anyways, this has been Geek Talks, show where real life geeks have real life talks, and we will talk to you guys again next week. Bye! That's a wrap. Hello, Internet. You almost said okay, Google, didn't you? Damn it. How did you know? <laughs> How the hell did you know that? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. I don't know what he asked you. I just saw it. You were like, Hello, Internet. Now I have to redo the whole thing. Now but we're keeping happy? this in now. I say we're keeping this in. Well, you're not the editor, are you? I am not. <laughs>